Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technicia. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Glad you tuned in because today is going to be a good day because we are so happy and so motivated. Um, And I hope that you are truly by those words because today is rise and grind. Let your haters be your motivators today. Don't let anyone tell you that you cannot do it. And make sure you join me on the MLSP training call um, tonight at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern. It's going to be very interesting. This is going to really try to get you out the box. If you're an entrepreneur dealing with the network, tired of hearing the nose, hey, I, I can understand where you're coming from. But make sure you be on there tonight, MLSPtraining.com. Um, and I'm so glad to actually be on. How long has it been? Some weeks now I have not actually been on. You know, things have changed, literally have changed. When I first started, my show was every day. Now it's like probably spare to the moment, but, um, you know, that's the thing. When you're dealing with your own radio shows, you know, you have your own rules. Unlike if I was on V103 or something like that, then, you know, you have your certain days and your times. But, of course, um, I've become more better organized with that. So, um, yeah, but I, I do thank the ones who have been tuning in, listening to most of all my shows. I really appreciate you for that because every little bit counts to me. It does. Um, but enough about me and going on. I am here with a special guest. His name is Jonathan Robinson, and I'm glad to have him on because this is all about happiness, man, getting your life together, getting that. We're trying to get that bliss into our life, right? Exactly. Um, we want that feeling, but some of us probably have lost it. But here with me, as I said, is Jonathan Robinson. He, his latest book is Technology of Joy, the 101 Best Apps, Gadgets, Tools, and Supplements for Feeling More Delight in Your Life, right? Okay. It's accumulated a combination of Robinson's personal experiments with a vast number of apps, gadgets, tools, and supplements, seeking the very best. Robinson is one of the world's leading experts on happiness and how to get there. A a psychotherapist, excuse me, best-selling author of 10 books, and a professional speaker who consistently presents to Fortune 500 companies, he has reached more than 100 million people around the world with his practical methods. Robinson has made numerous appearances on such shows as Oprah, CNN, and the leading morning shows and been featured in Newsweek, USA Today, and Los Angeles Times. I'm losing my breath just thinking about all this that this man has done. <laughs> he has spent more than 40 years studying the most practical and powerful methods for achieving a state of personal life satisfaction and happiness. And at the end of the show, we will tell you where you can get a copy of his book. But I want you to stay tuned and listen in. Do call in at 347-426-3751. I had to make sure I look at it because sometimes I forget my own number. But this is going to be a fascinating interview. 
and there's going to be so much more on the bright side with Technisha today. And I am bringing Jonathan on in right now. Jonathan, thank you so much for taking out your spare time to be here with me today. Thank you, Technisha. I'm looking forward to it. Too. So how's so how have things been going on with you in your life so far? Life is an adventure. I'm I'm enjoying it. Always uh, trying out and discovering new things and getting to talk about things that I love. So life is good. I know that's why, and I'm. As I said, I'm glad to have you on. This it seems to be an interesting, interesting topic, especially your book, The Technology of Joy, the 101 Best Apps, Gadgets, Tools, and Supplements for Feeling More Delight in Your Life. Justin, let's talk a little bit about that because, I mean, apps, it, I mean, it's overwhelming, especially if you have an iPhone 6 or whatever, Android, or any other smartphones that we have. We have apps. So when we talk about apps and gadgets and tools what are you talking about in regards to that well my interest is always how to feel good and how to do it in a way that uh, is easy and powerful and doesn't cost a lot of money so that's kind of been my quest and I have found that for most people technology is what I call WMDs or uh, widgets of mass distraction and what we need is to use technology in a way that actually helps us to get in touch with feeling good. And <clears throat> over the years, I've kind of collected all the best ways of doing that. So everything from supplements to a $1 gadget that leads to intense pleasure to ways that help people access higher consciousness. Now, Jonathan, what actually led you into doing this, um, writing this book, Get into this field of interest. Well, I was, uh, you know, I was on Oprah a few times as being a happiness expert, and I saw that a lot of people experienced depression. And in my early days, in my teens, I was one of them. And so I always was looking for the best ways to feel better. Uh, you know, and and drugs and antidepressants weren't very effective. So I just you know, went on a search trying all these different things. Um, One of the things I did was I talked to the Dalai Lama, and he recommended some uh, looking into neuroscience and various gadgets. So over the years, I just collected the ones that worked really well, and my friends asked me to write the book because they said, hey, you know, anytime I go to your house and try this new stuff, it feels really good. You know, first they would laugh at it because they thought it was ridiculous. But when they tried it out, they thought it really worked. So they wanted to know where to get some of these things. And that's what led me to write the book. Also, about a year ago, I I did a talk at Google about how you can uh, use some of these gadgets. And they also were interested in, in that they saw it as like the future of happiness. Uh, the way to use technology to work for us rather than against us. Right, because um, it can be dangerous, but um, apparently you have taken initiative to show the, the positive side of it. I think that's pretty cool because there are all positive sides of technology. It's important on how we use it. Um, now, you know, you focus a lot of your work on finding peace and happiness. Why do you think so many of us struggle with depression these days well, you know, it, we have a pretty uh, stressful culture or cult, you know, culture. And 
most people don't have really good ways of letting go of that stress and tapping to the peace within. You know, the the main way people have of feeling happy nowadays is to try to control all the people and all the situations in their life to be the way they want. Well, there's always a bunch of people and situations that don't go the way you want. So if that's your main way of being happy, you're going to be pretty stressed out. And, of course, you've heard, you know, everybody from Jesus to the Buddha say that peace is within and the kingdom of heaven's within, but most people haven't found a good way to get into that kingdom. Well, the good news is that technology now is having some really good ways of doing that. Everything from supplements that help you to feel joy to brain gadgets that actually change your brain waves into a state of a Zen monk. So, my hope is that as people try out some of these things, they can find really good ways to tap in. I mean, like TV is a technology, but most people don't feel joyous after watching TV because it's an external way of trying to feel good. But when you you come up with these internal ways of feeling good, whether they be meditation or an app that helps you to meditate, then you have a much better shot of really tapping into feeling joyous. And uh, most people don't know about these things, so they're missing out. Right. And I'm sure they don't. That's why you're walking around unhappy now. But, uh-huh. of course, you probably agree with this too, Jonathan. It's important to find happiness. And to me, I, I will agree with that too because happiness keeps less stress off of you to be bundled to be bottled up with all that anger and emotion all the time, just having a nasty attitude. You know, some people I walk, I go to work with, you, they come in and you like, wow, did the, did the attitude stick hit you this morning? Like, yeah, you come in every single day with this. Like, people really need your book, Johnson. Seriously, I need to take your book and just throw it at them. Here, take it. <laughs> Well, you know, it's no fun being unhappy and angry, and, of course, we've all experienced that, including me. But, you know, happiness is actually, um, I used to think of it as a selfish thing, but it's actually one of the best things you can do for your kids And that happy parents raise happy kids. Happy people make almost a million dollars more over the course of their life than unhappy people. Uh, happy people live nine years longer. They have half the rate of divorce. So I, I think of it that our first job in life is to try to uh, change our attitude and tap into feeling good. And that's not an easy job nowadays because a lot of the world is kind of working against it. So what we need are, are really simple ways of doing that that have been shown to work. And most people are so busy trying to make a living that they they haven't had time to really research this and luckily um i have so you know i've been lucky to try them out and try and find the best stuff but you know i i have compassion for people who are angry and upset there's it's a it's a hard world and that's why we need the best methods and technologies to help us out of that right I can tell you one thing, for who are happy, I mean, you don't have that fear 
Um, you probably do, but not as much. And I think you just have a lot of love more. You because when I see happiness, I see I feel like a new challenge is about to come. When you're unhappy, you block a lot of things. When you got all that anger inside of you, you you block your blessings. As I always was told, my mother used to always tell me, you can block your blessings so easily. Been upset, so the it only takes probably a I don't know how long, but to be unhappy, it takes a lot of time. It really does. <laughs> and as uh-huh. a cliche, as the cliche goes, Jonathan, it still stands. Misery loves company, and we all yeah. know that. Yeah, and and you know, unhappiness is contagious, just like a cold. It is. <laughs> oh, Johnson, you hit it right on the note. It is, and I can I can be a witness to that. It was an incident at my job. Boss got me very upset because he was upset, so it rubbed off on me. And and not even with him. Sometimes my coworkers, when they have an attitude, like it, it just jumps off on you. Like, wait a minute, hold on. I need a recheck because now your negativity, that negative energy just jumped off. That is so true. Negative vibes, man, they can rub off so quickly. That's why I run. I run like I'm running from, like I'm doing dodgeball. Nothing right, uh-huh. nothing right. Uh-uh. Get away from me. Um, But, Jonathan, now you're a proponent of treating depression without antidepressants. That's, of course, as you say in your book, using all these apps and gadgets and tools. Um, now, I find that people often get quite upset by the suggestion that they can heal without medication. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, some people don't, because a lot of my guests say they use holistic healing. I think that's awesome. But why do you think this is such a hot button issue, and do you believe anyone could treat depression through alternative means? Well, there's a lot of studies on this, and what it shows is that about 90% of the people taking antidepressants, it doesn't do anything for them other than just being like a sugar pill, like a placebo. For 10%, it does, you know, the people with severe depression. But we always think that a pill is going to solve things, and I think it's better when people find something that they can do that makes them feel better rather than just take a pill. And so I think of getting over depression is like a skill. Uh, so I say uh, learn skills and not pills as a way of overcoming depression. And a lot of the techniques I talk about in the book help people to feel good without pills. Uh, not that I'm against pills. I just think that there's a lot of good things that you can do that cost a lot less money and have a lot less side effects than uh, antidepressants or or drugs also. So uh, as people, you know, it's kind of like if you have one station on the TV, uh, one channel, and you don't like that station, you're you're kind of in bad shape. You're you're screwed. If you have 500 channels, there's going to be something that's going to give you pleasure. So I think people need to invest in new ways of finding joy and happiness. And the good news is that most people only know of two or three, and those methods aren't that great, so they should always be looking for new ways. Right. Right. you got to take your other options besides relying on medication all the time. The medication, yeah. is, is, <laughs> you know, and what really gets me is 
how you put something, no offense, but how you going to put something in a pill to say, oh, my depression is over, so you giving me a happy pill? I need a happy, to be happy, I got to take a pill? Mm-hmm. Mm. Never well, made any no. sense to me. <laughs> right, right. You know, um, being that I suffered from depression when I was a teenager, I have compassion for people in that situation. And right. what's interesting is that uh, there are, you know, technology is changing so fast nowadays. You know, nobody owns a computer from 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But pe- but people are, are doing things to make them feel, feel better there from 20 years ago, including antidepressants and TV and uh, dangerous drugs. And, and they don't realize that, there's all these new things that can help them to feel a lot better. For example, I have a a chair that when you sit in it, it induces a state of euphoria. Well, that's pretty good. All you have to do is sit in the chair, and it does that through this advanced technology. Or I have um, uh, a $1 gadget called the Tingler that gives you intense pleasure, uh, physical pleasure. And I like to give these things out because when people find this new way of experiencing pleasure, they usually ask me, well, how do I get this? And, you know, I just give it to them. And one way of feeling better is to be kind. You know, studies show that acts of kindness boost your own happiness level. When I asked the Dalai Lama in an interview uh, what he considered the most important spiritual technique in the world, he said he thought it was kindness. So these little things can make a big difference in a world where there's constant stress and and difficulty for a lot of people. Right. And, you know, I usually always, I, I joke around with some of my coworkers. I tell them, hey, sometimes your problem is you need sex. Excuse me for standing like, but you do. You need something, a stress reliever, because half of you are miserable. Right. We got to include that to the list, too, plus that chair. Get the chair and sex, because half of them need it. I'm telling you, I need to purchase these things for them. I don't know about the sex part, but I definitely need the chair. Uh-huh. The chair in your book, Jonathan, would definitely do. What's your favorite ways of of, uh, relieving stress and feeling better, Technicia? Oh, well, I barely get stressed out because I always end up breathing in and out. But my main stress reliever is working out. I uh-huh. love to work out. Mhm. And sometimes I um, now sometimes I will go and I think I um hum a song that usually calms me down before I even say anything. And I always teach my children, you know, even when they get stressed out, it feels like they're about to blurt something out their mouth out of the ordinary just. Just think. Think before you actually speak. Because sometimes it, it comes out and it's, you can't retract words. That's one thing about it. Even if somebody makes you mad, I try not to let them get me to that point. And I have taken it to that point where people have done things to me. And I'm like, oh, now I said this. Now I feel guilty. Now I got to go apologize. So I just try to breathe in and out and think or sing a song or something to get my mind off of it. But, yeah, yeah. definitely not. Um, definitely working out would be my number one. That's a good one because uh, besides helping you feel better, it's good for your body. Unfortunately, I'm too lazy, so I, uh, working out <laughs> wasn't the one for me. You know, I, I like 
I like techniques that take three minutes or less and immediately make, make me feel good and I can do anywhere. So that's what my uh, focus has been. And that's what got me on Oprah a bunch because she wanted to know those techniques, you know, because she's not big on working out either. It, it, uh, you know, <laughs> you're lucky that you're motivated and not as lazy as me. But um, that did help me to learn a lot of these really simple ways of feeling better that didn't involve uh, having to exercise a lot because exercise is not one of my ways of feeling joy. Right, and one of um, you also mentioned too in your book about um, a neurostimulator called a tingler, and I think that's something that personally has helped you out in the long run. Yeah, you know, there, as I said, most people don't know about these things, but there's a device you can get uh, that actually uh, puts a very, very small amount of electricity in your body. It, 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 you can get it at Amazon, you know, so it's totally safe. But it tends to calm you down and increases your endorphin levels. The military yeah. uses this uh, to calm soldiers down in stressful environments, and it works really well. Uh, so, you know, it doesn't require anything other than sitting there. I can do it while I'm surfing the Internet, and in 15 minutes I feel kind of like a runner's high. You know, how you, if you run 10 miles you feel kind of high afterwards. Well, here um, I just put this device on for 10 minutes, and it does the same thing. So that's why the book's interesting, because uh, all these devices are described, and most of them have only been around for a couple of years, so people aren't aware of them. But some of my favorite ones are some supplements that are good for you. They're not drugs. They're things you can get in health food stores that are um, – for example, this one called solbutamine is a vitamin for your brain, and it goes to your brain, and it just kind of wakes you up, and it gives you energy. And uh, anything that I can do in 30 seconds that affects me for a few hours like that uh, is like a friend for life. So those are the ones I tend to like the most because, as I said, I'm I'm pretty lazy. Why? Wow. This is amazing stuff, though. It's so much out here that we do not know. That's why people, make sure you, oh, we, like I said, we're going to tell you we can go get this book so you can discover all these easy and little-known ways to just feel that joy in your life because we do need it. Um, I like sharing them um, with friends, um, too, you know, because it's right. kind of like when you find a, a good TV program you want to share it with a friend or when you find uh, a good restaurant, well, that's what I like about this is that um, kind of uh, I, I feel a little bit like a uh, <laughs> I'll use these words a drug dealer although I'm not dealing with drugs you know <laughs> drug dealers get to turn people on to a, a good feeling uh, but sometimes it can wreck their body I'm turning people on to these good feelings that uh, that they didn't know existed you know it's like hey psh, you know you want to try something new. And I have them try the neurostimulator or the tingler or uh, various other gadgets I have. And and um, I get a lot of thanks because people like to feel good. And, and, you know, in fact, I think a good part of our lives is trying to feel good but not having an right. efficient way of doing that. Right. I, I'm sure parents or anyone around the world would definitely be happy to hear that. <laughs> 
Although, like you said, you're thinking of him as a drug dealer. No, no, mommy, he, this is he's not a drug dealer, mama. <laughs> not that. <laughs> no, right, right. misunderstood. Um, I don't know. If we um actually got into that part, but how did you come across these methods that you share in your book? What what, well, what discovery did you do all the research and stuff? Um, you know, some of them I knew, and then as I got uh, into it, I started to do research on the internet, and uh, I got a reputation as somebody who is into this. So friends would say, "Hey, have you heard about this one? Have you heard about that one?" And soon I had people sending me the gadgets because my house is like a museum of all these things, and um, so over time it became kind of like my hobby. And there's different there's different types of gadgets. There's there's you know, apps, you know, that can help you feel good. They have, like, guided meditations or they help you to feel gratitude. Um, there are uh, gadgets that you put on your head that change your brain waves. There's things like audio things that make you uh, feel better. There's um, then expensive things, like I mentioned, this chair that I have that if you sit in it, it does all the stuff to you. But, you know, I also like psychological tools. Like a friend of mine said, hey, there's this guru in India that has this magical mantra or phrase that you can say that helps you to feel good. So I'm always on the lookout for that stuff. I went all the way to India to meet this guy to find out what his technique was. And, you know, India is not an easy place to get to. I traveled 18,000 miles to get there. Then I you know, uh, drive five hours to get to his ashram. I finally meet this respected guru, and I say, I traveled all the way from America to find this phrase you have for helping people to feel overwhelming gratitude. And mm-hmm. he, said, he said in his Indian accent, yes, my mantra is the best mantra on earth. And he, whispered, <laughs> he, he, leans, he leans in to whisper into my ear, and he says, Whenever possible, repeat these words. The mantra I give you are the words, thank you. Well, I turned to him. I said, that's it? I traveled 18,000 miles (laughs) to get the word thank you? That's it? He said, no, that's it is the mantra you have been using. That makes you feel like you never have enough. My, My mantra is the word thank you, not that's it. That's it will take you nowhere. So, you know, I was pretty disappointed and pissed off. Right. But, you know, I I traveled all that way. I figured I'd use what he said. And he said, you know, you have to say it many times a day from your heart. So when you eat good food, say thank you. When you see your child, say thank you from your heart. When you see a sunset or your pet, say thank you from your heart. Well, I tried doing this, and, you know, within about an hour, I was feeling overwhelming gratitude. So you never know, you know, a method might sound stupid, but it might really work for you. So that's why I suggest that people try out a lot of different stuff. Right, right. And you're offering all that in the book, but you got to find which one's going to work best for you. You know what, Jonathan, when you think about it, thank you. I, I mean, it's the same way when you're waking up in the morning, you know, you thank, thank you. Thank you for letting me wake up this morning, you know. It does, because it's like you're saying thank you to God, to me. Now, that's a different boat, but that's another personal connection, too. And I think yeah. um, 
if if you have that personal connection that can also bring about happiness as well. You won't need any antidepressants. And my mother, the same as you, Jonathan, went through depression too. So um, I've never been through it, but I have it. Um, witness that, and it's it's a hard battle. It's not as easy like most would think. Oh, you could get over it. All you gotta do is be happy and say, and, and it don't be that simple. It really takes a whole lot. Is it? So mental and physical thing, everything is mixed up. But you know, um, um, the, um, Lama also mentioned something too that was on his uh his Twitter page. I mean, my God, this man got more Twitters then I'll probably have clothes in my own closet. But he mentioned the time has come for us to consider seriously how to change our way of life, not through prayer or religious teaching, but through education. Mm-hmm. And this is what, and I and I agree with him in considering that your book is on the educational style. We don't start getting to learning and find out what's out there. We're going to always be misinformed. Now that, those words right there look like something that you would have went to India and he would have told you the mantra. My child, this is the mantra. But he told you two words, thank you. And at first, I know you probably looking like puzzles. That's it? Two words? You yeah. have nothing else? <laughs> nothing else? Are there five more words, sir? I need five more words to that. No, that was it? Okay. Thought, I thought you had more. All right. <laughs> well, you know, the, yes. the simplest methods are the best, and, and that's really yes. what technology can be. You know, people watch TV an average of four hours a day. You know, I hardly watch none, which means that some guy in Iowa has to watch nine hours a day for me. But, uh, you know, right. uh, techno- uh, TV is popular, <laughs> the Internet is popular because it's so easy. You know, all you have to do is move your thumb a quarter of an inch, and you have 400 channels. Right, right. Well, luckily, there are new technologies that don't just entertain you on the outside. They actually make you feel joyous on the inside, and I think those technologies are going to take over the world. Now, um, I had the unusual experience in 1972, which tells you my age, I was a, a freshman in high school, uh, and they had just gotten in my high school this computer uh, that weighed about, it was about the size of a refrigerator. And what it could do with effort was it could play tic-tac-toe. And uh, that was about it. It played a couple other games. And there was this guy in the computer class uh, named Steve who was always – pushing me away from the computer because he wanted to use it. And uh, this guy named Steve, who was kind of pushy, he was a little bit older than me, uh, ended up being a guy named Steve Jobs. Now, at the time, I just knew him as Steve, the the asshole who was always, you know, pushing on the computer. <laughs> but uh, so Steve, uh, one day I said to Steve, you know, why are you so pushy? Why are you always trying to get on this machine? And he said, don't you see, this machine is going to change the world. It's going to change everything. And at the time, it was hard to understand that this 500-pound refrigerator-sized box that played tic-tac-toe was going to change the world. But he saw the future. And I believe that the future is that these various 
gadgets and tools and supplements that I talk about in my book are going to change the world because people ultimately want to feel good. And, they do. Uh, and these things are getting better and better each year, but they're already quite good. And mm-hmm. when people find about, out about them, they, they, you know, it really becomes a friend for life. Right. Because I don't think anyone wants to walk around miserable. But your statement just a moment ago when you said about Steve Jobs, you know, you were wondering how this is going to work, how he led up to that. It's amazing how one idea, and I say that in my affirmations with a group of people every morning when I'm not tired, um, God creates through the use of my imagination. And he had imagination. He had an idea. And look how far it has gone. He has passed on his legacy still living. We on well, we gonna probably on iPhone seven after a while. I mean, it's amazing how how one idea just grew and kept growing. It, and we include other inventors besides him, but that's amazing. And what's even spectacular is that you got a chance to actually meet the man in person. You knew him before. <laughs> I knew you before when before you right. got to this point. Like that's totally oh man. That's totally psych. Like I, I actually have met Steve Jobs before he got to Steve Jobs. Like that's <laughs> right, wonderful. Right. But we're gonna take what's gonna be wonderful is we're gonna take a short commercial break. We're gonna come back with Jonathan. We're gonna get in him talking more about this practical approach and getting just that deeper happiness. So please stay tuned. Do not touch that dial. We'll be right back, darling. After this. Thought it was over? Not yet. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Blog, 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 Talk. Blog Talk Radio, baby. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you, A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot, four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single, boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Bright Side with Technician. We're here with the wonderful, magnificent Jonathan Robinson and his book, Technology of Joy talking about the 101 gadgets, apps, supplements, and tools that you can use to have a blissful life. And, of course, as we were speaking on, you know, he went to Lama and he got the response, hey, your mantra needs to be thank you. And, okay, where that come from? I wanted more. But the simplest little terms can be so motivating. The simplest little things. It's the, it's the small things that we don't pay attention to. We overlook those. We always look for the bigger things. The big car. Be thankful. You woke up this morning. That was a blessing. It was small. It wasn't a whole much. It wasn't a whole lot. But you woke up. You got breath in your body. Those are the small little things. To know, hey, I have a job. 
and other smaller things. And that's the main thing that we want. Life has so many blessings, but we ignore them sometimes when we close that door. And just to say thank you, two simple words, and that's all you have to say. Which going to bring me into this question for you, Dante. Um, the hacking happiness. What do you think the future is going to look like of that? What do I think the future will look like? Well, I think um, there's a phrase that says uh, the future is already here. It's just not evenly distributed, meaning some mm. people are already tapping into the future, like Steve Jobs is tapping into the future. So th- right. I, I think the future is that there will be certain safe and legal supplements that make people feel good because I'm already taking them. And most people, as when they take them, they say, wow, where can I get this? Uh, I think there'll be uh, little brain stimulators that help to stimulate the endorphins, and I think that will happen because it, it already exists. Uh, it uh, is a little bit expensive, so it will cost less in the future, but um, I think that that will be popular. I think there'll be a lot of apps that help people to feel better and deepen their relationships because those apps already exist. And uh, when people try them out, they say, wow, that uh, that seemed to work. So um, I think in the future we'll be less focused on trying to manipulate people and things to be the way we want and we'll be more focused on finding simple ways that tap into kind of the chemical factory inside our brain, which is really – uh, what brings us happiness in the first place? Mhm. Right. Wow. Uh, makes perfect sense. I mean, this stuff. I mean, people don't even know it's already existing around us. Um, what are some of your favorite apps that, um, that you really like to use the most, Jonathan? Well, in terms of apps, and the great thing about apps is most people have a smartphone now. I mean, think of it, Technisha, eight years ago the smartphone didn't exist, and now almost everybody we know has one. It shows you how fast technology is is happening. Um, Some of my favorite apps include ones called uh, Budify, where they have all these short – guided meditations to help you deal mm-hmm. with challenges or help you feel good. There's also one called Happify, which um, helps you to tap into gratitude and peace. I like one called Couple, which helps to deepen your relationship with an intimate partner. Um, mm-hmm. I like one called Kinder, K-I-N-D-R, that has these like three-second videos that are hysterical, and you send them to your friends uh, because little acts of kindness uh, help boost your own happiness level. And, you know, some of the ways to find partners now are really good. You know, everybody's aware of Tinder, but um, there's ones that are much better finding a better match. Like uh, there's one called Hitch that uses your Facebook friends to help you to find an appropriate match. Wow. Dude, that's sounds even better than doing doing Snapchat. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, you know, and and uh, different apps. You know, some of them, a lot of them are free. But uh, I use one um, that 
using all kinds of apps now that help you to tap into good feelings. And I mention a lot of them in the book because there's too many to mention here. But um, uh, they're they're pretty fascinating, some of them. Uh, One is called Happier. One is called Mood Kit. One is called Live Happy. One is called Super Better. Uh, Some of them actually are like video games for making you feel better, and they do things that uh, as you you interact with them, they help you tap into gratitude. Uh, One of them is called Gratitude Journal. Uh, they're, they're pretty fun, and unlike video games that can stress you out, they actually lead to feeling more peaceful or more joyous. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just impressed. Like, I would never have thought about an app. You know, as far as I go with using apps to calculate up my budget or just to play games on, but apps to actually going to make you really feel good. I think that's going to be a new step in today's um, world. We're looking forward to so much building this technological utopia, as I would think of it. Well, you know, technology is a double-edged sword. As I mentioned, technology created weapons of mass destruction uh, Mm -hmm. and also created the other type of WMD, widgets of mass distraction. You know, most people are looking at their smartphone about 150 times a day, but when they do it, they're not feeling better as a result because they have, you know, problems or things like that to deal with. Uh, But what if you could look at your smartphone and it would send you a sound or an image that increased your endorphin levels? That would be kind of fun. Uh, what if you could use your smartphone to deepen your relationship with someone? Or what if uh, on your smartphone it showed three-second clips of all your favorite people and made you uh, feel connected to them? So there's a lot of possibilities out there that uh, haven't gotten the airplay that they should because they really do work. Wow. I mean, to me, Jonathan, you're changing it up. You're changing gears here <laughs> with all this. And it's a, it's remarkable because that's what our world lives off, our generation. We live off technology. And you're right. Most of us, we stay on our phones all day. I, I know I'm probably, well, I don't stay on all day, but nine times out of ten, we pick up our phone. We can't help but to pick it up. Tenth message pick up, you know, you just little symbols that we actually do and you find yourself when you look at you like, Oh, I'm I'm actually in that box. Uh-huh. From that period on, I'm actually doing this and but now you could be you could become positive with technology. It don't have to be as traumatizing and 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 tormenting now. It's it's kinda of like a, a a different sort of intimacy. Yeah, yeah. And and um I think our our survival as a species depends on being able to find this inward enlightenment rather than use technology in all the ways we've used it to hurt ourselves and to create more stress. Mm-hmm. You know, I call it the the engineering of happiness. Um, uh, is it? Mm-hmm. And uh 
And it, it really, it's a little bit like uh, learning how to cook, how to use technology in a way that uh, cooks up a nice dish inside yourself rather than creates a mess. And um, that's what's really interesting. You know, uh, I'm I'm 56, so I wasn't brought up with all this technology. But for the younger generation, you know, it's like an extension of their arm. You know, a a young person without a smartphone is like they don't know what to do. Um, But most of them, I find, still don't know about all these different gadgets and tools for how to use technology to tap into peace. They use it more for distraction and to stay busy. And what we need nowadays is a way to tap into ecstasy, tap into joy, tap into feelings of deeper connection with people, because that's where the real juice in life is. It's not in just staying busy. Right, and and that's what we want. We want this to become part of our life in the spiritual and religious one, if, if so. Because, I mean, when the Internet came out, I mean, the early the ideology of the internet was just about transparency. They're they're just the free information, and the sense that the consequences of that somehow would would be sort of a massive social upheaval. But you know, we want to make this a want to make it look a little differently in a, mm-hmm. in a different place of time because we have so many people coming in and out. The world is so diverse, so. I think this would be a great transition for everyone, and I think it's fabulous, Johnson, that you have taken out your time to discover all of these apps. And um, what do you really want people to get out of this book? Well, I want people to get that uh, anything that that they can always be searching for new and better ways to tap into joy, love, and peace, and that. Uh, the ways that they have been taught to do that may not be the best or most effective or easiest ways, and that there's new ways coming out, and that if you put a little bit of effort, you can learn some new ways. You know, uh, some of my favorite things to do nowadays I didn't know existed a year ago. So uh, rather than try to convert money into feeling good, which is takes a while and you have to work really hard, um, put a little bit of time into investing in your own joy and love and finding new ways to get there. And when you do that, you have a friend for life. Because once you find something that really works for you, then it makes you happy. And when you're happier, you're more productive, you're a better parent, you're a better partner, and you also tend to make more money. So it's a good deal all around. Yes, I totally agree, and I think these are the times now. Things are just basically changing amongst us. But, Jonathan, please tell us where we can get your magnificent book, because I think this should be a gift on the shelf. (laughs) Well, I have a website called FindingHappiness.com, FindingHappiness.com, and uh, you can click on it, and you'll get the book there, uh, Amazon. Or you can go directly to Amazon and type in the technology of joy, and it should show up. So, but on my website, Finding Happiness, I also have a bunch of free stuff about happiness and overcoming depression. So it has a lot of really good free stuff on my website, including uh, a place to get the book. Oh, awesome. 
and free is one of my favorite words. Hey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mine too. <laughs> right. Well, I also like said, the word easy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Something simple, not complicated at all. Um, Jonathan, thank you so much for taking out your time with us and enlightening us with this. I, I think I feel better just listening to it. Please, people, make sure you go to that website and get Jonathan's book, The Technology of Joy. We need it in our lives. Oh, it makes you feel makes you feel good already. If it doesn't, then you need to hurry up and get that book and, and maybe get his chair too. <laughs> <laughs> But Jonathan, well, thank you, Technisha. It's fun talking you to you. You are so welcome. I I really do appreciate you for this incredible, I'm going to call it an incredible layering of things because that's what it felt like. We let, It was a layer of things that we covered, and it just uh, it just brightened up the day. I really do. And I hope that um, we see you the next time on the show. Are, are there any other future books that you're going to be doing? Well, I think that one for now, there's a lot of, I have a lot of books on the Finding Happiness website that uh, people might be interested in as well. Oh, awesome. And um, so make sure, once again, um, give that website one more time, Johnson, just in case if anyone missed it. Sure, findinghappiness.com. Oh, now that's something that you should all remember. And before I leave you, my listeners, the truth for the day is this. We can easily forgive a child who is afraid of the dark. The real tragedy of life is when adults are afraid of the light. Many of us are stuck in patterns or illusions that we learned as children. We learned not to trust. Be afraid of the dark. Do not believe everything people say. Stay away from strangers. Most of this was simply a way of our parents keeping us safe. When we become adults, we must become aware that we are still in a darkened room. We are so accustomed to the darkness that we fear the one thing that can set us free, the light. Today, come into the light. It is not easy. At first, the light will hurt. At first, it will be uncomfortable. And it is one of the most worthwhile things you could do to achieve your peace. Everyone, enjoy the day. And I will see you on Friday. And God bless you. Thank you again, Jonathan. You have a blessed one, too. Thank you, Technisha. You, too. Thanks for listening to The Bright Side with Technisha. If you like what you heard, tell your dad, mother, cousin, uncle, whomever. Be sure to check out the archive section at www.brightsidewithtk.com.